growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of tram sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sink and All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning right here live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn, 7 to 9 a.m. right here on 104.9 The Horn, official station for UT Sports, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and gets the gate open, gets up here to the top of the hill and gets the old screen door. And uh, he didn't sleep on the porch. Hang out this, this time, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, gets the old pot belly stove going. Pour some water over the co- coffee grinds and the old uh, coffee pot there, and gets everything set up for us so we can just roll in of course rolling in this morning the old f-150 dixie she uh she decided not to you you know that you have a brand new maxwell dodge that you don't have to take that old beat up truck and you know on important time days when you have scheduled events aka a Radio show, the number one outdoor radio show in Texas, that you should take the reliable Maxwell Dodge (laughs) that is serviced by Sun Auto Service that you can get here on time. Well, now the F-150 will have to go to Sun. So you can can talk about it. I'll drop you off there later. So I'm TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Beefsteak is in the house. Oh, yeah. Good plug for everything. Road Rush is the guy who. You reminded me this morning of something that happened this week. And so the old uh, Metal Beast, I shouldn't say the old, the Suburban, right? Right. So I'm going, driving 8.15 in the morning on a uh, Tuesday or Monday morning. I can't remember which. I think it it was Tuesday. Tuesday morning. And it's sitting there idling in traffic, and it's kind of rush hour traffic. Right there on William K. Yeah, hello, I won. Island. And so, I it stalls out. It just goes kind of like you this morning. Probably feel related. Don't know. Kind of like me right now. And every I was the devil. I was. People were going by me, honking like loser. Get a new vehicle. Get a new truck. You <laughs> loser. And they're like, ah, oh, you're redneck. I just, blah, blah, blah. And nobody. I'll show you redneck. <laughs> 
And so <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, you can have you road rage. Loved, but people were going around me and they were so irritated Angry. that I was in the Angry middle lane. Birds. And I had apparently I offended them because I have a I had a fuel problem. And apparently, because I have a 20-year-old vehicle, they thought, you know, that I am just destined to have a problem, you know, or something like that. Like, I just wasn't good enough. And those Kinda idiots like, couldn't change a flat tire. Probably. Sure. They wouldn't know where the lug nuts are. Man, both so, of you guys are so angry. So then what happens is everybody's flipping me off, yelling, screaming. Like, I, I, I should just... Everybody that went everybody by. Everybody that went every by. Single every single person, person was you irritated off. or looked at me with one of those scowls. Are ah. you sure they looked at you that way? My 89-year-old mom called me and she said, you should have seen this idiot in the morning <laughs> on the road over Except there. for one guy in an older truck, a Hispanic guy, and he pulled up and dodged and three, he, he, he dodged 3 50 or 3500 rolled down the window and say hey man you want to tow and he was doing the strap you know like you want to strap you want me to strap you like oh yeah he goes i'll pull you over to HEB, get you out of the middle of the road obviously people are very upset so he pulled me over there into HEB and uh we people yelling there. at you honking at you the whole time i couldn't get over we could not get the we, he put a toe strap on there and we couldn't get over because everybody was so angry they would not let us move over to the right they're like turn on your blanker i've got my hazards on for a reason man it was angry Yikes. but i just want to say that that was an emotional no but this is what's deal. happening in normal day why don't we take time to help somebody I stopped and got TJ. He, of course, he's an important part of the that show. That guy, you got help, but right. But imagine if it was eight fifteen or eight o'clock in the morning, and you're in the middle of traffic, right? Yeah. And people just don't stop anymore. And my theory is they either think they don't have a vehicle that'll, you know, everybody has a brand new vehicle, and you shouldn't ever have any problems. Or people just don't know what you. They, they don't know common courtesy. They don't know how to. I think if it's they a mixture. Stop, they don't know what to do. I don't know. I I think you're lumping everybody into uh, one big category. Obviously, you weren't. I wish you were there. I'm glad I, I was. I wish you were there, Cody. I got my vehicle serviced correctly. <laughs> big country rains. Uh, man, holy cow! Were there some big rains? There's tornadoes. You know what I heard? Tornadoes touched down in Lagrange, just east of here. Yeah, everything wow. good down there at the yeah. old farm. Yeah, the old farm's good. Cows stayed in the fences, so supposedly all's good. Middle stayed on the roof. I was wondering I if you have that. what kind of insurance you got on that. Have you got? Have you got yeah, all that I stuff got figured all that. out? Yeah, no insurance. Yeah, you can't <laughs> yeah, buy insurance <laughs> on a hundred-year-old farmhouse. Yeah, and and dirt. Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, they won't insure the dirt. You know, I was at the uh, Austin Disaster Relief Network benef- uh, 10-year celebration last night. It was a big event, and if you don't know ADRN or Austin Disaster Relief Network, a lot of us have participated at some level. I mean, it was born and raised here in mm-hmm. uh, Austin, an incredible group of folks doing incredible things, and they were talking about a lot of the disasters they've dealt with here in Austin and in Texas and around the country. Bet Houston was on that list. Yes, it was. Yeah, but they were talking about uh, two years ago or a year ago, Marble Falls, when the oh, yeah. Llano River flooded. and got that bridge. Yeah, it yeah. took out the bridge that led into uh, 
what's that little town right there? Anyway, uh, but it, it Marble Falls was just man, Granite my, Shoals. Yeah, that whole area was just wiped out. You know, here's an interesting fact: they were talking about how much water came down, and in an hour and a half in that rain during that rain, this was just an hour and a half of several days. In an hour and a half, if you took Lake Travis completely empty completely dry enough rain fell in an hour and a half to fill it from completely dry to completely full Ooh, lake travis that's why i took out a bridge and yeah i mean <laughs> come on did you see the pictures but, of like so Barton congr- springs and all the others around austin yeah during that time well, even now, even yesterday. No, Barton or, Springs is oh yeah, full. completely <laughs> flooded. Everything. Yeah. But what were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, I, I was just going to say that uh, I was going to finish my thought about the Austin Disaster Relief Network. So, if you're uh, if you're looking for a program or something, you know, kind of to get behind somebody to support, Austin Disaster Relief Network is a great organization to to get behind and. Uh, it, they participate in churches. Your church probably has somebody that's there that is doing something, and uh, you can do the training. They got a training coming up in the next couple of days. And anyway, Austin Disaster Relief ne- Network (ADRN) is a great way that the community here in Central Texas comes together in those situations. And we have a bunch, everything from the Bastrop fires to flooding. You know, uh, there's name it every if you've been around here a week you know of something and yes yesterday man that rain came down it it came straight down at first it was coming straight down just in buckets oh that was nice i loved it but yeah the pond's full yards green did they talk about that uh texas bill that is passed or being passed uh about carry you're able to uh, like constitutional carry during a uh, disaster uh-uh. like a hurricane or, or some you know oh. like what happened in houston and i guess there's a uh, there would be an 168 hour window opened that uh, you wouldn't have you, you can carry at all times i'd be carrying in a situation <laughs> like that anyway yeah, yeah you don't have to pass a bill to tell well, me to carry i'm sorry that's oh, just the way I roll. If okay. it's a harmful situation, no, of course I'm a licensed carrier, but right. if I wasn't and I'm in a uh, high-stress situation uh, with potential harm to me and my family, you don't got to pass a bill to, t- to have me Give carry. me permission. Yeah. Well, that's the way. Well, they're just making it, uh, you know, they're making it official. You know, it's, uh, it, speaking of, in uh we have. I was thinking the other day. We have not had all the naysayers who said it was going to be the wild, wild west. Once, once all that stuff became once open carry became yeah. legal, and it was that day at Kirby Lane. It was the wild, wild west. But besides that, it was. It is not. There's been no signs of that at all. But anyway, the weather has been now. Yesterday, once the rain quit. Man, just beautiful day. At least it didn't get hot yet. I'm still last night on the porch. I was in Del Rio. That was nice. Drenched in sweat. It was a little warm yesterday. Yeah, I heard it's already been (laughs) in the hundreds down there. Yeah, uh, it's not not in Del Rio, but in uh, South in Zapata. Yeah, yeah, it's reached 
high 90s at least yeah maybe low 100s yeah it uh it's it's getting warm it's coming it's, it's coming. coming boy and it was crazy yesterday so we we're out on the boat yesterday in the cloud you know clouds were pretty thick through most of the day about twice though the sun poked through we're like holy cow it got really hot all of a sudden was it humid and, and then we were joking you know that it's that molten ball of fire that <laughs> breaks from the clouds and all of a sudden holy cow the intensity of the heat i mean you don't always feel that it was just it was amazing hey coming up the rest of the show we've got all your favorite segments plus i'm gonna tell you i got shot at while i was what? on the lake yesterday see you got i got people. shot at while on the lake yesterday uh I'll tell you more about that if uh, oh, t- if you're not in love <laughs> with your vehicle we need to change that. Right now, test drive one of the best-selling vehicles at your Central Texas Honda dealers, like the 2019 Honda CRV. It features some of the best technology on the market, impressive fuel economy, and tons of cargo space. And best of all, it's available Honda Sensing. Maybe that's why the CRV is the best-selling crossover utility vehicle over the past decade, and it's been named the 2019 Edmunds Buyer's Most Wanted Compact SUV. First Texas Honda, Round Rock Honda, Howdy Honda down south, and Honda Sam Marcus. Go see all the deals and specials online at centraltexashondadealers.com. You must see your dealer for details. Stick around. I'll tell you that I was shot at. How I was shot at in Del Rio, Texas, just yesterday. You get it live right here in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my dear blind. Country music on the radio. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney. This is the number one outdoor show on radio. It's the Outdoor Zone. This guy's here in the bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone. We're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Venison, pork, fowl, even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook, the Outdoor Zone. Hey, did you all see that video I posted of that eagle flying down and getting that coyote? Or that... uh, that, uh, yeah, it was an eagle. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta you gotta track our Facebook guys. If y'all aren't tracking our Facebook, you're missing out on some cool stuff we post over there. McBride's Guns, Central Texas family owned and operated. If you're looking for the right firearm, McBride's can help. If they pass that law, you're gonna need a you're gonna have to go buy another pistol. That's right. Good excuse. Yeah, you need you need that a waterproof not, pistol. And mom, whoa. Need a referral for your personal carry or anything to do with guns or ammo? McBride's Guns is your place. Looking for a youth model firearm? McBride's Place. McBride's is the place. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our 
hometown gun shop. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the fishing world. Starting out with FLW, the FLW tour guys are at Lake Chickamauga. Hi, Chickamauga. Tennessee. And uh, top 10 fishing today, you can watch that FLWfishing.com. 65 pounds over three days. That's a 24 pounds. And then he had 14 pounds. And he had 25 pounds. Second place had 20, 20, 20. So, oh, uh, I thought you were meaning. I thought you meant one day weights. No, no, they're just averaging twenty pounds a day, or over twenty pounds a day. Uh, top five: David Dudley, a friend of your uh, friend of yeah. uh, KOZ. David Dudley sitting in fifth place at twenty-two pounds, twenty pounds, and then eighteen pounds. So, uh, top ten fishing today at Lake Chickamauga. Chickamauga. Uh, man, that's a place where you can come back. If you're not leading, you can come back, catch a giant bag, and uh, come back and win that thing. So, all the top ten, top twelve guys uh, all have a shot. Bassmaster. Boy, they're just down the road. It's Texas uh, Bassmaster Texas Fest going on. Uh, Texas, Texas Fest is this weekend? Texas Fest is going oh, on. Man. Final day today. Texas Parks and Wildlife uh sponsored event going on and uh they went back to fork you know they had done it on fork to start with and they moved around a couple of different places they came here to lake travis central texas to lake travis uh, but moved it back to lake fork this week catchway release style tournament chad pipkins leads with 30 pounds a day He's got some, I mean, he's just been on some giants. Not a name that uh, I've ever seen win, seen win or, uh, but he he usually does real well up north in kind of the smallmouth fisheries. He's kind of a smallmouth spinning rod kind of guy, if I were to classify him. But uh, when you, you go come down, down to Lake to the Fork, slam jam. you come That's down to Lake Fork, he gets 30 pounds. That, uh, that dude's got some, got some skills. He's going to be moving down to Lake Fork now. Yeah, yeah very likely. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, good. That's top what 10. all those Japanese guys do is they come over here and they move around like Lake Fork and stuff. They live different lakes. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Tennessee and, uh, Alabama, they go to Gunnersville. I noticed that, uh, BASS did a feature on their website on one of the new young guys from Japan that came over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if it was Don Barone who wrote it or not, but you know, and, and I guess Don's back riding, a little Just bit. A yeah. little bit, yeah. So, great. Yeah, BASS is a killer website for what's happening in the fishing industry. Yeah, so Bassmaster, uh, those guys, Chad Pipkins, the final day today, you can watch Bassmaster live, Bassmaster.com. But they're, uh, that's a slugfest. If you want to watch one that's a slugfest, they are catching some giant bass. Ginormous. So, they, on the, so it's, it's a catch. And weigh it right there and measure it and then release it? Correct. And they'll bring yeah. in one a day if it's over the slot, meaning over 20. I think the slot on Lake Fork is 24 inches. So, you know, it's going to be an 8, 10, 12-pounder. But wow. they'll bring that one in and weigh it. They'll bring that one in just in. for the crowd. Yeah. And, you know, some Well, and I think, you know, as much as the new tournament trail and all that stuff, I think... I think pulling those fish out of that live well and doing that whole thing has been that is, is a cool. beautiful I mean, part of man. It's exciting, and it's we've a, come a long way with the way we care for the fish. Oh my gosh, the yeah. live wells and the the chemicals and the aerators and the oxygenators. And probably the, you know they they get treated. Pretty it's like a well. fish spa. 
It is. It is. They a just fish put them in. They're like, ah, oh, thank you. Uh, Major League <laughs> Fishing. Major League Fishing uh, happening in Alabama. Uh, stage five on Smith Lake. Top ten fishing today. Dean Rojas. If I'm looking at the live leaderboard right now, Dean Rojas is leading that. Uh, Jason Jeez, Christie. That's a flash from the past. Yeah, I haven't well, heard Dean's name in a long time. He he's uh he's in the top ten anyway. A lot of I mean, there's a lot of time left. It's total number of fish, you know, total weight throughout the day. So uh, a lot of people on our seals. Jason Christie, Todd Faircloth here in Texas. You saw a picture of our friend. Uh, Cody Prather, he's a videographer for Major League Fishing with uh, Mike Iconelli this morning. He's in the top ten. Fred Rubanis. He's in our Tuesday night men's Bible study. Yeah, yeah, Cody Prather, not not Mike Iconelli. But he could be. But I could be welcome to come. Come on, buddy. But it's funny because, you know, you'll see Cody on Tuesday night, and then the next thing he's on Facebook with, you know, Iconelli or somebody like that. It's like... (laughs) Dude, yeah, he. Is, who he, are you? <laughs> he he uh, definitely gets to ride with the you know some of the best anglers in the world. So it's pretty cool. And he does, and, and he films it. And he's not using. The, he's using a large, the big camera, the shoulder. That's mount. what I don't get. I don't get it. I don't get it. Steady. I think it's got steady whatever correction it's in it. They got the top cameras of the now line. that you can shake around and it'll be a steady picture anyway. Well, let's check. The new GoPro's got a steady. So you're making fun of him right now? No, 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 no. It's not his camera. It's what they're all using. But I don't understand how they don't have the technology to, you know, they're doing these Downsize. live streams. These live streams. And right. so they've got these big antennas hanging off of them and their giant <laughs> camera. Dude. You're Come like, on, we. Sure they burn I carry. Some batteries. I oh, carry man. an entire computer system in my pocket. You could launch a spaceship, the, the I, uh, Apollo thirteen. Yeah, I can do anything on a cell phone, and you got to really keep a camera that's that big and heavy. I mean, they're like the old giant cameras. Well, you they know are, what? We should are. ask him. We should ask him yeah. about that. I mean, it's not like we don't see him every. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask him. Yeah. That's an interesting question. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But I would have fine. to rephrase it a little bit so it didn't sound, you know, critical of Bass him, champs. But. No, it's it's definitely critical. <laughs> That's the whole point of asking him. What the heck? No. Uh, Bass champs took place yesterday in Lake Amstead. 26 pounds took to win yesterday on Lake 300 Amstead. anglers. Yeah. 300. 100, 150 boats. 150 boats. Uh, two... Uh, second place, 20 pounds. Uh, it took, well, I'll tell you, it took 12 pounds, 12.28 pounds to cash a check. I know that number well because <laughs> that is the last check. And uh, my buddy TR and I got the very last check yesterday. So very happy to do that. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's, it's nice. nice to have you in the bunkhouse oh, nice. in, a, in a good mood, Cody. I'm not in a Being good ha- mood. I'm not in a good mood. I'm just faking it right now. Uh, no, Fake I'm it until you make it. TR, TR, uh, TR did great it. yesterday. Caught some uh, good fish. I was. Uh, we had a good day, a fun day on the water. Uh, the grass is starting to come back throughout Lake Amstead. They did lose a bunch of water. Uh, Mexico pulling water still, pulling water down, and uh, they got a bunch of rain. Doesn't mean much if the, you know, Lake Amstead's on the border of Mexico and Texas. One of the lakes on the border of Mexico and Texas in Del Rio. So it's west Texas, southwest Texas. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
not South South Texas like a Zapata right. or a, it's on know, the border, some, man. It's on the border, but it's but it's that western side. Yeah. And uh, but Mexico has control, so the dam is set up. We have control of one side of the dam. They have control of the other side of the dam. Yep. If they want water, I bet you we paid to build it. <laughs> of course. Now we're gonna make them pay for it. Uh, <laughs> oh. They, they uh, well, if they want water, to... they can release water. They have control of their half of the dam. So if they need water for any purpose, they can release water. And so it just makes it difficult because why are they releasing water? What is their need for water? You know what I mean? And uh, so they have control of. What do you need water for over there? (laughs) Well, I mean, they they have have the same amount of water throughout the system, right? I mean, what? Why do they need to release the water? Well, they just they they their population's growing, and they need the water, and they just so what pull that old labor. I want to hear about this incident. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I'll talk about it later on the show. I did get shot at while fishing on the water yesterday. Hey, Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill, servicing regional, serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Wide selection of oysters from the Raw Bar, with Dollar Gulf Oyster Special served starting at 5 o'clock on Monday. Mondays. <laughs> Money. Great pet-friendly patio with live music on select nights. Happy hour 3 to 6 on Monday through Monday through Saturday and 3 p.m. to close on Sunday. Fabulous desserts. Spiced chocolate cake, key lime tartlets, tres leches, summer cheesecake, and house-made ice creams and sorbets. Located on Highway 71 west at Covered Bridge, west of the Y and Oak Hill, Shore Bar, Sure, raw bar and grill. Go to find them. Find all the information and all the specials on their Facebook page and at sureatx.com. Sureatx.com. You got to go get you some. Coming up next, outdoor news of the weird on the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Uh, plus, yes, I will. When we find a gap, I will tell you how I got shot at okay. in Del Rio. Buy a gun. And you're alive. Buy you're a alive gun. Talk about it. You get it only one place right here, live in the bunkhouse on 1049 in the morning, 24 7, 365. That's not a joke. There were bombs, too. Oh, God. There were bombs right here on uh, 1049 in the morning, 24 7, 365. TheOutdoorZone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? And it smells of beef and cheese in here. Oh, this is a lot. Welcome back. Uh, It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. mm. Yeah, it's just an old tin check on the back of the ranch, but it is home for beef sticks with I bacon and cheddar snack sticks. Welcome back. It is the number mm. one outdoor radio show. And, uh, mm. yeah, I look out in the ranch the ranch parking lot, and I see my truck is there. <laughs> and you two guys had uh, vehicles that you did not get serviced at Sun Auto Service, and true. they are hey, not they here. Fixed, they fixed Dixie, and now I've just got another slight 
malfunction. <laughs> Son, She's older. Service. You know, you do an old truck like that, it's like her uh, age plus, it's like a dog. It's her well, we've age plus We've talked about four. Beefsteak working on his truck many times, and I guess he should have gone to Sun Auto Service. Family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company. Your collateral damage. I'm using you, Beefsteak. Bounces off, man. Since 1978, they've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. They offer a full range of repairs and maintenance for all types of vehicles. Did you hear that? Are you listening? Hey, you brought me Beefsteaks. I don't care what you say. ASE certified technicians repair and maintain your vehicles. They require all of their technicians to complete an intense training program. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Auto is the place to go. SunAutoService.com, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and 1206 Ranch Road, 620 Sun Auto Service. Dot com. Now it's time for this week's Outdoor News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, here you go. Around this time of year, tens of thousands of... Of flamingos flock to Mumbai to feed. But this year, they're almost three times more than the normal amount in the city of about 120,000. The reason for the influx is currently a mystery, but some scientists believe that pollution in the bird's natural habitat may be one factor at play. As the Guardian reports, one of the best places to see large flocks of flamingos is Mumbai as is near a water treatment plant alongside the city's Thane Creek. Now an increase in sewage output and industrial runoff into the creek is thought by some to be fueling an uptick in the blue-green algae that the birds feed on. The science in Thane, the science in the Thane Creek when they are wading in the water is amazing. Uh, caught said his system, his team aren't convinced yet that sewage output and industrial runoff is why the flamingos populate population has spiked this year, but they welcome the attention to the flamingos of Mumbai are that are getting right now. So they're saying that the sewage output is increasing their population. It's so the sewage output is growing (laughs) this green algae and the green algae is what they eat off of, and because it's there's so much of it right now, and it's so healthy that they are flocking to it. Oh, that's funny. more poopy, well, more birds. I, you know what? I think Pete and they're to, as pink as pink can be. I think Pete ought to get involved in that. Pink eye. Yeah, that's not good. You know, pink mm. eye. Here's so one. What, what are the they, whole thing? Pink what, flamingos. What, what do pink flamingos taste like? Who would taste them now? They're feeding on sewage. That's pretty crappy thing to eat. Did your grandma ever have those pink candies in the in a jar on you? You know, around the house. Yeah, I was. Have you ever had Good and Plenty? (laughs) So I was down. I ate some Good and Plenty. This I can. They're like candy covered. Liquor, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're the worst. I was trying. We were trying to play a game of. uh, 
Dare. Yahtzee at home, and that was the only candy around. And, yeah, you know, we in that eat candy while we on the back, back yeah. right hand. Yeah, Jan opened it up the other day and loves good and plenty and ate them, and then. Oh, that's why that yeah. box of them was there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Uh, so I was in Del Rio yesterday fishing the Speaking. Bass Champs tournament on Lake Amstead. I thought it was so we go. I call it Amstead. Okay. So he calls I'm in it the, Amstead, you call it Amstead. Yeah, you also say Calabriano. That's how the locals pronounce it. Just so trying to make you not sound... We're at Amstead, and yesterday <laughs> uh, we're in the back of this creek in Amstead, and uh, it's it's... I mean, there were no other boats around in the very back of this creek. We had a limit of fish. It was uh, midday or so. And we're in, we're on the Texas side. We're not in Mexico. Um, and Vienna sausage is open. Yeah, but we're but we're fishing along and we're okay. catching a few fish. It's kind of a kind of a steep walled creek. And what do you got? Oh, and so it's a steep walled creek, yeah. and uh, and we're kind I'm of listening to cruising you. back there. Thank you. Uh-huh. And uh, and and uh, we're fishing along, catching fish. And we hear these huge explosions going on. And, uh, I mean, like, big explosions. Like, like, I mean, and you can feel them, you know? And we're like, golly, that's kind of close, you know? And we're kind of fishing our way back in this creek and kind of get to, like, uh, that's kind of close, too. Like, what so is going on go, up there? You go towards so, it. Well, we're not running off because it's not like, it's not threatening us okay. or anything right. at that point but we and then i kind of realized maybe it's kind of sounds like tannerite going off right <laughs> okay but, but we didn't hear a gunshot to infuse it or whatever uh-huh so we're like i can't be i mean we're not hearing any gunshots to make it explode right uh, you right. would think you would hear a gunshot beforehand you have to have some deck yeah, it. it's yeah. more than a hammer you can't so anyway we we're kind of joking you know maybe it's a hand grenade or something uh-huh. but we were in, you know, an area, I think it's called Box Canyon. I mean, it's a very popular area. You know, I've slept there before. Yeah, in, in Box a, Canyon. In a tent, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple houses in there, like scattered throughout that kind of general vicinity. It's cool. yeah. And, uh, and so we're fishing along. Um, we cut across to the opposite side of the creek. Now you can see kind of the two or three houses that are back in this area, right? And uh, And we hear somebody... Then shooting what sounded like a twenty-two, kind of a. Well, there's no report and at I the mean, end, but yeah, okay. Yeah, and they're just shooting. They're just shooting. You know, and we're like, oh, they're up there target shooting or whatever. Not a big deal to us. Doesn't you know? We're used to guns. We're not afraid of guns. We're then not. You heard a ricochet, right? Well, <laughs> so we're fi- so we hear them shooting for ten minutes or so, and it's no problem. I mean, there's nothing around, uh, you know, nothing going on. And then uh, all of a sudden, we're fishing a bluff wall on the opposite side of a creek, and all of a sudden we hear, tish, and it hits the wall right next to us. And we go, hey! <laughs> My partner yells, hey, we're down here fishing. You know, maybe they shot and didn't. Maybe it went over the be target or maybe something? they shot and didn't realize that there's people down there fishing or whatever it is or maybe they you know like it's the a, gringos. first of all it's, it's against the law to shoot across a body of water uh navigable navigable body of water you can't shoot across the river you can't shoot across the lake whatever um so 
uh, we hear that, and my partner yells. Well, then we hear like three shots, <laughs> and they're and they're all. I mean, within fifty yards of us down. So this now block they're wall. zeroing in on you. And oh, I mean, my. it's close. It's not cool. It's not cool. There's rocks falling, you know, into the water beside us. They're ricocheting. You don't know where the ricochet's going off the rock wall. And so he starts screaming loud. I'm ducking. I'm in the bottom <laughs> of the boat and saying, let's go. Get on the motor. Let's go. And he's screaming. You know, he's like, don't work down here. Don't shoot at us. Quit shooting. And then it gets, you know, and then it gets closer and closer <laughs> and closer. Yeah, We jump down on the big motor and haul butt out of there. You know, because my thought was at that point, they heard us yell. I mean, it was, sure. we're in a canyon and they are 150 yards away, I guess. And they heard us yell. You could not n- not hear us. Right. They were zeroing in on the voices it, it at kept that getting, point. It kept getting closer and closer. <laughs> no, I mean, they they saw us. We didn't see them, but they saw us. And, uh and so we uh, we took off on the on the big motor, drove you know till we were out of range, and uh, and then we tried to call you know uh, the sheriff or the, whoever to come out there and uh, is that we called the emergency the, okay. yeah it's a nine one one deal we tried to call nine one one. Well, the emergency contact service for your phone when you're on Lake Amstead, sometimes your phone switches over throughout the day to Mexico service, Telcel, which is down there on the border, Mm -hmm. is their cell service down there on the border, and it switches back and forth. So someone answers, my partner goes, hey, we've got a guy shooting, he's blowing stuff up and then shooting across the lake, and it's hitting right next to us, we don't know if he's shooting at us or what it is, but it, we're in Box Canyon. He's in this house, and uh, and we kind of he stops for a second, you know, to see if somebody's there on the mm-hmm. other end. And they go, <laughs> and it's all Don't Spanish. <laughs> it's all Spanish, and we re- and he's like, "Is this a sheriff?" Or you know, and there's blah, 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 in Spanish, and then you know, he's like, "Well, okay, that didn't work." So we couldn't get a hold of anybody because our phones had switched. And you know it, we weren't in Mexico. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who it was? Yeah, absolutely. Who it was? But uh, so it was a it was kind of a scary situation. We don't know if they were shooting at us. If it was a kid plinking and shooting over, you know, cans and just happened to that's hit too the big, big of wall. A, that's but, too big of a coincidence. Where you yell at you yell, and then it gets closer. Oh, they didn't. They definitely reports. didn't stop. Yeah, and it and I mean it was. They had a big old clip in that sucker because it was. I mean, it was like, holy crap! This it was like is what it Sicaro, feels. This the is, movie. This is what it feels like in war, <laughs> getting shot at. It was, it was scary. It wow. was for a period of time there. It was very worrisome. Well, we're so glad that you made it out alive. He didn't yeah. shoot back. Tell me back. Hartree <laughs> Country. There's a certain point in every hunter's life when they step to the next level and begin to hunt with a bow. Archery Country is the only true archery shop in Austin. Very best brands, Matthews, Elite, and Hoyt, Austin's only full-size range. All the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories. How about a crossbow? They got everything. Go see our buddies at Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard. Open Tuesday through Friday or Saturday 10 to 5. 
Uh, get all the details at austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. Game Warren Field Notes coming up next. Yeah, uh, I didn't tell my wife that story, so if we could keep that just between you and I, oh, that'd be she great. Didn't listen, coming no. up next it's on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365, the Outdoor Zone. Dot com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio. Big shout out all those folks getting ready for church this morning that are they're setting up the parking lots making coffee getting everything ready to go we are so appreciative y'all and you pastors out there that are driving in early to and you're going man i don't know if that sermon is exactly right or whatever you'll be all right it's gonna be good hey speaking of good Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands of new Ram trucks all month long during the Bigger Things sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Like the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the 2019 Ram 1500. It has better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features. Nile Maxwell Supercenter is holding its Memorial Sales Day event They've knocked thousands of dollars off tons of cars and trucks on their lot, and there are more coming in every day. Uh, let's see. Gove's Memorial Day sales event is now uh, with supersized savings selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Oh, snap. In the early morning hours of March 30th, the Morse County Game Warden received a text a text informing him there was a video on Snapchat of an airboat with underage people on it possibly bow fishing and consuming alcohol. The warden remembered a trailer parked at a boat ramp on the north end of Lake <laughs> of the Pines that could possibly be a trailer for an airboat. He was able to locate the airboat from the shore and waited until the boat arrived back at the boat ramp. The boat was found to be occupied by six males, all under the age of 21, and alcohol was found in a cooler on board the vessel. What? All occupants confessed to bow fishing while as well. Multiple citations and warnings were issued for minor possession of alcohol, no fishing license, and improper lights on a vessel, all cases are pending. How do you bow fish without 
proper lights on the vessel. I don't know. They also oh, admit- they had proper lights for bowfish, and they just <laughs> didn't have tail lights, and they probably didn't have their red green light, and you know what they didn't have. Uh, so, and they also admitted to shooting at some fishermen. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 Hey, the 22s. Uh, hey, I, I uh, interviewed a guy last week from Louisiana Lafayette, and he said they go hog hunting in the swamps with airboats. And he said, we got 43 hogs on a long weekend. Like, what do you do with 43 hogs? But can you imagine? Throwing they're them on up the, on your boat? I guess so. They're in the swamps doing that. You go shark fishing. Hey, one of, one of the things that... Uh, that so a good friend of ours alan mcgraw and i want to get him on the show to talk about this in detail uh one of his daughter's um bucket list items was to hike to base camp on mount everest Uh so apparently it's a big deal to just make it it's a two weeks in to get to just to base camp which is at like eighteen thousand feet yeah that's before you peak and yeah, you, you go there, oxy- you stay there for weeks, and then... You I, don't, know. I don't think you need oxygen until you leave base camp, right? Right, and some guys don't even use oxygen on the whole thing up Mount Everest, no, but no way. anyway, they're doing... They, uh, for, for it's become this huge... You know, Everest over the years has become this huge popular quest right, for people right. from around the world. It's yeah. not just, you know, some rich white guy from America that wants to do it, but people from around the world go there to try and conquer and and do the peak well it's a accumulated huge trash problem huge fecal problem i mean when you're on the mountain and you gotta drop a log what do you do and so there's a group of people that got together and there's like 15 of them and they have committed over the 30-day period to pull off 10 tons of trash wow and so they're going up there, and it's a warmer summer right now, and so a lot of the snow's melted. And there's this—it's amazing. They're finding they're finding all this trash, and so they they collect the trash. Toes, fingers, bodies. They're finding yeah. some bodies because yeah. the yeah the way it's always been on Everest and and some of the other places, the peaks is if you die on the mountain. They leave you there. They can't get you off. And a lot of times, usually you'll get, eventually get covered with snow. You'll be part of the glacier. <laughs> right. You know, it just, That's there you, you go. And it, which is fine with me, man. You, If I was to die that way, I'd be like, dude, I, that was cool. <laughs> you know, chunk, no. write that down. No, that's not And uh, so it, I, it's pretty cool what they're doing, and then they they collect it up, and then helicopters will come in, take it, and yeah, remove it from there. But they are doing. Uh, let's see, four bodies have been located uh, so far, and uh, now they're they've made it as far as base camp, and so now they're starting to clean up around the base camp and the areas right there at base camp. You talk about you know they've been climbing the mountain since the twenties. But you talk about um, just going, just climbing to base camp is a huge deal. But I know, for one, I'm not a hiker, and so I, I would never attempt to climb Mount Everest. But just knowing my mind and the way my brain works, if I set that out as my goal, 
which it'll never be my goal. And that's my disclaimer <laughs> to climb Mount Everest or the or the base camp or whatever. But if I made the base camp and I could see the peak, would that not? Therefore lies the problem with would, your father. <laughs> would that not just drive? I mean, there's 200 people, two, 200 mountaineers have died since 1922, it says. I... I mean, I would see that peak and I would be like, but I'm I'm so close. But it's right there. And I've spent two weeks getting here. Why not? Well, I think that it? I think we need to get Alan on the show. Uh. And, and he one of the deals was he kept bumping into a couple of different other people, other groups as they were making their way up there. Wow. And one of them, one of the guys he met was one of the guides that was on the Everest uh, trip where recently the movie was made oh, and yeah. the people died and stuff. He was one of the guides on there. Wow. And he's been to the peak like 20 times. Wow. Coming up next, we're going to have uh, a little frog gigging chat. We got a uh, caller calling in, did some frog gigging. CJ's calling in, plus our Peter report, our uh, armed citizens report, all that and more coming up. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas, live in the bunkhouse right here, 7 to 9 a.m. every Sunday morning, coming to you on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.